you started a business, you're a business owner. You know, you have to own it. The most important thing is to start with you before you can figure out who it is you want to serve, right? Do I want to work with kids or I want to work with caregivers? Before you figure that out and, and how you're going to show up for them, whether it's through a private practice, whether it's through events, whether it's through products, you have to have such a clear idea and firm grasp on what it is you want to achieve, what your skills are, and who it is that you actually are as a person and a business owner. Hey there, and welcome to the Speechy Side Up podcast. My name is Benita Litvak, and I am so grateful you're here. I'm an ASHA-certified speech-language pathologist, author, and augmentative and alternative communication consultant who is obsessed with helping SLPs like you stop reinventing the wheel and connect with other SLPs in the trenches. Have you ever wondered how other SLPs seem to be doing it all with ease? Well, around here, you'll get to hear firsthand how SLPs are really getting things done while keeping evidence-based practice and self-care in mind. Think of this as a coffee date with your SLP friends. Get ready to be challenged and encouraged while we learn together. Welcome to the Speechy Side Up podcast. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. You can follow along on Instagram at SpeechySideUp. This episode is a little different than my other episodes as it's part of an online business conference called SLP Creative Con that took place on March 18th, 2023. It has been made available for free by Tassel Learning. Live conference attendees got to access other amazing perks like a panel discussion with the speakers, discount codes, free handouts like a business planner, a social media audit, a copywriting guide, a content calendar, and so much more. You can still access all of these perks too and the recorded video playbacks and earn 0.7 ASHA CEUs. I'll explain how at the end of this episode with a special gift for Speechy Side Up listeners. But if you can't wait, then just check out the show notes now. Hopefully you're sitting down for this one because you're going to want to write down all of the incredible business tips from the speaker. So grab your pins and get ready to level up your business or creative idea. I'm so excited for this. I know I say that about every presentation, but I'm super (laughs) excited for this one as well, because I think everybody struggles with time management. And if you are working full time and you want to dive into private practice or even dip your toe into private practice, being an entrepreneur, creating something, you know, having some type of SLP related business, then you have to figure out time management skills because we only have so much time in the day. We already have a full-time job. Like how do you fit that other stuff in? Plus you probably have family and all these other things going on, right? So we are very lucky to have Alexandria here today. And she's going to be talking all about this topic, time management for the SLP entrepreneur and creator. And here's our agenda for today. So we are going to do some brief introductions and backgrounds. Then we'll talk about how to get your mindset right using a very Mm. special list that I can't wait for Alexandria (laughs) to tell us about. My favorite. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then we'll talk about taking inventory and to set accurate goals for yourself. We'll talk about creating a system that feels balanced for you and is aligned with your goals. We'll talk about her favorite time management tips, which I can't wait to hear about. And then we will jump into our Q&A session. So Alexandria, you want to go ahead and share 
all about yourself. Yes. Hello, everyone. My name is Alex. I am a medical speech language pathologist. I'm also a private practice owner. I live in Philly and I work with adults and seniors with chronic conditions. I am so, so proud to be the only black woman-owned speech pathology private practice in Philadelphia that solely focuses on the adult population. Uh, I started my private practice last year. She was a pandemic baby and I am growing my practice while I still work full-time in home health for a major hospital system in the area. And I'm also the co-founder of a business called She Shines, which I started with one of my really great friends who I actually met on Instagram in 2018. Um, and She Shines is a business community for women who wear multiple hats. So if you're like myself, if you're like Vanita, you're going to fit right in. And we provide mentorship events, podcasts, and a TV show just to help you take action and finally start your business. And my mission through all of those things that I do, the hats that I wear is to help my community become strong advocates, not only for yourself, for your patients, for your loved ones, and to find your own version of balance. I love that. So impressive. I kind of am a little embarrassed to go after you. <laughs> what? Girl, please look at you hosting this entire event. Go on oh, and read those yeah. accolades. Let's go. <laughs> Thank you. I know everyone here has like such an impressive like background. I'm just like very honored to be amongst all these speakers and have everybody say yes to this type of event. And I'm sure a lot of the attendees have so much to share and educate us on as well. So just a really awesome community and really cool topic that we're covering today. But really quickly, uh, my name is Vanita Livvag. I'm an AAC consultant and early intervention therapist. I am on a mission to help SLPs stop reinventing the wheel and connect with other professionals through the Speechy Side Up podcast. And my very, very small private practice strives to support caregivers in becoming confident communication partners. And when I'm not being an SLP, I love hanging out with my two-year-old daughter, my husband, and our two doggies. <laughs> All right. So we got to talk about our financial disclosures. How about you go first? And is it okay if I call you Alex? Oh, yes, please. That's fine. Okay. Thank you. Um, okay, financial disclosures. Uh, I received a speaking fee from Tassel for this presentation here that you're about to see at SLP Creative Con um, because I'm a contributing presenter. And I also receive a fee from Medbridge and Ampcare um, for sharing any personal promo codes and creating content for them. Perfect. And so my relevant financial relationships to disclose is that I have ownership interest in Speechy Side Up LLC and Tassel Learning LLC, and I am also a member of ASHA. Yeah. All right. So by the end of the presentation today, we hope that you'll be able to identify at least three tips for setting accurate business goals. Describe why having community is essential for growing a business and identify three tips for time management. I am totally here for this topic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so let's start with this one. How can SLPs mentally prepare themselves for owning a business? All right. So I love this question because oftentimes when I speak to speech pathologists, they say, well, like I didn't go to school for business. Like I'm, I'm not a business owner. Like I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm going to say stop right now <laughs> and just own it. Like own who you are. That's the biggest thing. Just show up as the business. You started a business, you're a business owner. You know, you have to own it. The, the most important thing is to start with you before you can figure 
out who it is you want to serve, right? Do I want to work with kids or I want to work with caregivers? Before you figure that out and, and how you're going to show up for them, whether it's through a private practice, whether it's through events, whether it's through products, you have to have such a clear idea and firm grasp on what it is you want to achieve, what your skills are, and who it is that you actually are as a person and a business owner. So um, this is something that my business partner and I started with our own VIP clients um, a few years ago, and it's called the Badass List. So you all are going to create your own Badass List. And what you're going to do is write down 20 to 30. And already I know you're like, what, 30? Because everyone's like, ah, I don't have 30 things. Yes, you do. Write down 20 to 30 accomplishments, skills, and qualities that you already have. I mean, remind yourself, you are already an accomplished business owner or content creator, whatever field you are in right now. And I already know you're a speech pathologist. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a few things to add to your list. You're ambitious, you're caring, you have or are pursuing a master's degree. You may hold a special certification or be able to work with a specific population of people that no one else can. You know, don't hold back. Nothing is too small for this list. So I want I everyone that. to write their own badass list. <laughs> and I love how you already gave them like five. Like here's, here's some like little ones to start with. Now come mm -hmm. up with the rest. Thank yeah. Yeah, because, you know, we, we're all struggling with the same thing, you know, and as much as it seems like everyone has it figured out, everyone starts in, in the same position. And right now you're in a safe space. You're with a bunch of other speech pathologists, right? We, we all have had similar experiences. And I found the same thing when I was working with other healthcare providers who were transitioning into becoming business owners or creatives. They were nervous about talking about their business to other people. They were nervous about just beginning. They were nervous networking, selling, or just making decisions. It was like, oh my gosh, I don't know if this is the right decision, right? But like, you, you went to grad school. You decided what courses to take. You have spoken in front of your class. You have decided to volunteer places. Like, you have all these crazy, amazing, wonderful skills to already show up as a confident business owner. And I, I just want everyone to first recognize that and own it. I love that. That's amazing. I recently talked about something that my business coach had suggested on the podcast, which was like identifying your values and making a list mm -hmm. of values. And it's so funny because if someone asks you like, what are your five values right now? It's so hard to answer that on the spot. But I talked about how I had done this survey. They gave me like 10 and after I had those, it was like so much easier to identify like, oh yeah, and I could also do this and also do this. But I like your yes. list because it's not just identifying your values, it's identifying things that you've already accomplished and skills that you already have. So I'm going to like add that to the toolbox. Thank you for suggesting it. Yeah, of course. And the beautiful thing is that this list is evergreen. Like you can continuously be adding to this and growing this list because you know, as you continue to go throughout your, your business journey, your career journey, you're going to gain more skills. You're going to try things. Things aren't going to work out. You're going to learn new lessons, add that to the list. You know, like it is something that you will always have in the back of your pocket. It's something that you can always refer to when you're feeling low in confidence, when you're feeling a lack of motivation, when you're not sure what decisions to make, when you just need to remind yourself of who you are. You know, th this list is something that you really can just have with you throughout the entirety of your business. Because again, once 
you know who it is that you are, what you stand for, the, the skills that you bring as a, a creator, a business owner, you will have such a clear idea of the type of client or customer or brands that you want to work with within your business, right? Like if you're super into like waking up early in the morning and having like routines and you love yoga and meditation and eating clean, and this is not me by any means, but I don't know why this example came to me. But you thinking of me? You, yeah, there we go, it's Vanita. If, if that's you, you're probably going to, that's gonna happen when you're working with other brands, right, or, or making decisions within your business, now that's going to be a guiding guiding force for you, right? Like, are you going to want to take on clients who are the exact opposite? Maybe only you know that, right? Because now you have a good idea of what you're bringing to the table, how you operate, how you work, what environments you thrive in. And again, that's just going to be your compass to like who you're going to work with, what kind of business you're going to grow. People oftentimes all of this and they just go to okay I'm going to start a business who do I want to work with and what do I want to sell but it's like whoa 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 you know what what about the the beginning stages what about the inside work because if you don't do that you know all the other stuff is going to be 10 times harder it's so true like you can make so much better decisions when you know like what you stand for what you like what you don't like if you don't know those things thoroughly then when something's presented your way you might say yes to something but then you're saying no to something else so exactly. it's a really great idea to have exactly this and you, list. you end up on the the hamster wheel of yeah. of your business you know because right. you, you can never quite make that that decision that moves you forward because right, you don't I always say this you don't know what you don't know right, right. so it's like let's let's write it down and, and figure it out before we move forward and this will take this could take a day it could take 10 minutes it could take five minutes like it's such a simple and easy step that so many people skip so like at the end of this like go down and add five more things because I already gave you five so add five more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly perfect so what about like the questions that people should ask themselves or oh, ask yes. like their close circle family and friends? Yeah. I veered so after, off a little bit. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, we're bringing it right back. So if you're like, hey, listen, I can't think of five other things, Alex. Like I am just done. This is what you're going to do. You're going to take these three questions and you're going to bring it to your trusted circle. And again, bring these two people who understand who you are as a person. They are supportive of you as a business owner, as a creator, don't bring this to your aunt who like doesn't care about your Instagram account <laughs> or don't bring this to a friend who never wants to hear about your business, right? Like bring this, bring these questions to a trusted circle. So your first question you're gonna ask, what would you say my strengths or superpowers are? The second question, what makes me different from someone else? And then the third question, can you give three words to describe me? I love those. So but just to, you, I was going to say, just yeah, to recap, what would you say my strengths are? What mm -hmm. would, I was writing them down. What was the next one? Yeah. What would you say my strengths or superpowers are? Okay. What makes me different from okay. someone else? And then can you give three words to describe me? Okay, perfect. And we can definitely share that in the chat. If anybody's still writing, mm -hmm. <laughs> we will make sure that everybody gets those three. Cause I think those are super important questions to ask. Yeah. And it, like I said, if, if you really are 
like a little shy. Maybe you're just, you're a little humble and you're not ready to quite admit the badass business owner or creator that you are. This is a perfect place to start. Take these three questions. Like I said, take them to your trusted circle and you'll have, I love this exercise because you're going to be like, what? <laughs> this is what you think. Like it's, it's really shocking sometimes to see what other people and hear what they think about you because when you're so in it, right. And, and it's hard to see it's such a, it's such a great, a great exercise. So definitely, definitely ask your trusted circle and please DM me after or put in the chat. Like, I would love to know what you guys are hearing from your trusted circle and what words you came up with. Cause I think the, the badass list is just such a great exercise for everyone. Yes. That's such a great idea to have them share it with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the one thing I will say too, and this is my, my little bullet point here that I put, and I really want to hammer this one in for speech pathologists because I know we can be type A. Um, just remember, as you grow and change, your business will grow and change. So this is why the badass list should stay evergreen. You should continue to add to it because who you are right now may change a year from now. It may change a month from now. It may change a few weeks from now. Like you have to be so aware of who you are as a person and a business owner, because if you're not, you're just setting yourself up for failure. You're going to be trying to live up to someone else's expectations. You're going to feel like you're spinning your wheels, making decisions. You're going to be afraid to take action, to start your business or to grow your business. You know, just know that like things change. And that's okay. But if you're not acknowledging that change, you're going to be stuck trying to go someplace that, that you can't, you know, it's like, I feel like you're parallel, like stuck in a parallel parking spot and you're like, forward, back, forward, back, forward, you know, like you can't yeah. move. Um, so just know, like things are going to evolve, things are going to change. And, and as a result of that, your business is going to change as well. And that, that is 100% okay. That's great. Great point. Thank you for sharing that. So let's go ahead and move to the next one. What actions should SLPs take to set accurate goals? Because I think that this is something that a lot of people struggle with, like setting goals for themselves, but not setting accurate mm -hmm. goals for themselves. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really funny because as speech pathologists, we're probably like really, really skilled at setting goals right? for other people. <laughs> right? Like you do it every day. I, I did it today. It's always so... easier for somebody else always and and when it comes to yourself and I will say this as well being a speech pathologist and having worked with speech pathologists shifting into entrepreneurship and, and becoming creators online we often like to be a little type a uh and take on more than what we actually can within that time frame I'm not saying that it cannot be done I'm just saying sometimes we're overly ambitious Right. So when you're setting goals for your business or your brand, the first thing you want to do is take inventory of your assets. And these are the three most important assets that you have as a business owner and a creator. That is your time, your money, and your energy. So your time, if you're working full time or you're going to school, or maybe you're like myself, right? I'm also helping my mom take care of my dad. The year before I was planning a wedding and I started a business on top of all that, right? Like you have to be so aware of how much time you actually have while you're setting these goals. Do you still want to go to happy hour and you still want to go to brunch on the weekends, right? This is where I see people struggle. You, you can't have your cake and eat it too. When you know how much time you have and 
what you are willing to dedicate to your business and, and be okay with that goal and, and what you've, what you've set for yourself, then your goals can become more accurate and, and they can better reflect who you are as a business owner and where you are in your life, rather than just saying, oh, in five months, I want to start, I want to be full time in my business, and I'm going to leave my job when it's like, girl, like, you know, maybe you still have student loans and a mortgage and a car payment. And while that dream can happen, maybe just not in five months, right? So just be so, so honest with yourself mm -hmm. and take a really good look at how much time you actually have and how much time you want to dedicate and you're willing to dedicate to your business. Because when you come home from work, your business is still going to be there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Someone, someone's got to tend <laughs> to it, you know? So yeah, the time, the time is a big thing. Um, and when we talk about money, right, what investments and let me back up when, when you spend money on your business, um, and this is a, a mental reframe that I had to make, and I continuously have to remind myself every time, it's not debt, or it's not wasting money, right? It's making an investment. If, if you are starting a business, right, or you're beginning to create online, and the goal is to make money. I know this is so cliche, but you, you do have to spend, spend money to make money. Like it's just, how the world works, right? <laughs> like mm -hmm. you gotta buy a website and then all these things, like you have to spend money to make money. So what investments are going to save you time, money and energy on the back end, right? Or can you make any business or personal investments right now? Is your full-time job something that is going to help you support your business? Like myself, I rely on my full-time income right now to help support the financial investments I make for my business. And that's a beautiful thing. Not everyone has that luxury. I love that. So take a good look at your money. Can you make any investments in your business? If not, that's okay. But be honest with yourself knowing, hey, I can't make any investments right now. So I'm going to DIY my website and I'm going to get my LLC on my own. All things that I did myself as well. You know, you can do, you can do these things. It's just taking inventory of your assets and, and being realistic with yourself. Because if you're not, you're going to set goals that, not that you can't reach them, but you're not going to give yourself enough time, money, or energy to reach them, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and then the last asset is your energy. This changes. And I, I'm sure you know this, Vanita, like this changes based on your day, right? Like, especially if, if you're someone who's working or if you have kids or you got to take care of your dog, like you have to be aware of your energy and how you work based on your energy level, you know? And I, I personally, I have a low energy a business list and it's things like clean out my inbox or organize my Google drive. And there's still things that will move my business forward and still things that go into my bigger goal of transitioning full time into my private practice. But there are things that don't require a ton of energy because I had a morning and an afternoon meeting and like five patients that I had to see. I'm spent when I come home. Like I, I can't yeah. do anything else, but I can probably clean out my email box. <laughs> <laughs> I like that low energy business list. I feel like I mm -hmm. kind of do that without calling it, but I'm going to like specifically designate this the low energy list. Thank you for sharing that tip. Yeah. Yeah. I have it written in my planner too. It says low energy and it just has a list. And every time I just like check it off when I've done it, because I, I know there's yeah. going to be times during the month when I don't feel like doing anything. Right. So, oh, I love that. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. So 
besides that energy list, um, are you doing anything with the time and money piece? Are you using any specific systems? We are going to talk about systems. I don't know if it's related to this, but like any organizers that people can use. I'm just curious. Yes, we're definitely, we're going to, we're okay. going to touch on, on that cool. for sure. Yeah. In the next Perfect. question. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. And to add with setting accurate goals here, one of the most important things, and I know you all know this because we're mm-hmm. all speech pathologists here, right? You have to measure your progress. It's not enough to just like set the goal and be like, oh, in three months, I'm going to be full time. And then three months later, yeah. you're like, hmm, why am I not here? <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, like what, what happened in between? Right. Um, so measure your progress. So it starts with one, knowing your why. Like you always, always know your why. What is the point of starting this business? Why are you even doing this? Because there are going to be days when you don't want to do anything, when you're tired, when you're angry, when you're not motivated. And if, if you're not attached to that why, then your business is just going to sit there and collect dust. So know your why. It's going to help motivate you. And then I know you guys know smart goals. Like, I, I don't know if you, <laughs> I don't have to go through the S-M-A-R-T, but set smart goals. Okay. Set smart goals for yourself. You do them for your patients. So do them for yourself. Um, the one thing I will add, though, um, when you're setting these SMART goals here is to set focus points. Um, and I like to think of them as checkpoints, like along your way to, to meet your goals. So mm-hmm. let's say your SMART goal was in the next six months, I will have launched one online yoga course for stroke survivors in order to create an additional income stream for my business, right? So that's a wonderful goal. We need to measure our progress. We need to set focus points. So let's say in month two, all my, or oh, sorry, month one. In month one, I'm going to have recorded, edited and uploaded all those videos. That gives you a month to do that. Month two, all legal financial items will be completed. You got your LLC, your EIN, your bank account, all that stuff. Month three, Maybe your website is done with payment integration and all your social media channels are created. Month five or month, did I say month three? Oh my gosh, I'm losing count. Yeah, you said month three. (laughs) Month three, excuse me. All right, so month four, uh, maybe you're doing beta testing and you're collecting feedback because now you have your videos and maybe you you sent them to a few clients um, and you're going to share that feedback online. And then month five, you're engaging with your community in person. You have all this feedback. You did the month before. You got your website, your social media channels. You're creating consistent content. You're marketing. Month six, boom, you're ready to launch. So using these focus points, right, the overarching goal, your SMART goal, was to have launched this online yoga course for stroke survivors in six months. So it's not enough to just create that goal and just say, okay, well, I need to record and you know, I'll do it maybe, I don't know, soon. And I need to do a website, but I'll, I don't know. You know, mark those things, like give yourself these focus points because it's going to keep you on track, especially if you're falling behind again, which is okay. If you get to month three and you're like, oh my gosh, I haven't recorded anything or I still have like five videos left, then that's fine. Then you can readjust your goal, you know? But if if you don't do that, you're just setting yourself up for disappointment, like literally for no reason. So yeah. set these focus points so you know where where you're actually going in your business and so you can actually be accurate with what's happening. Um, and hold yourself accountable, please. Yeah. <laughs> Find a like-minded community or a mentor. I mean, we, we are not meant to do this alone. Running a business is freaking hard. If it was easy, everyone would be doing, everyone would have a business. Oh, everyone right. watching here would be like, all right, after I'm done, I'm going to go run my business, right? Like yeah. everyone would be doing it. It's 
super hard. So you have to find people who get it. And it, it may not be your, your group of friends. Like I don't talk to my really close group of friends about my business. Like they ask, but they're not in it. You know, they don't understand like the, the algorithm like woe and you know marketing your business yeah. and all those things so you, you have to find people who get it people who have your best interest in mind people who have walked your shoes and most importantly people who are doing what you want to do um and and have walked that same road you know because they're going to be able to give you a more accurate advice resources and tips on how to get to where you want to be rather than following someone because you really like their house on Instagram and it seems really cool and they have the best life, but maybe you figure out they have a whole marketing team and she's living off of like secondary income from a family member. And like all of this is completely unrealistic to where you are in your life. So finding a like-minded community and a mentor who has walked in your shoes or who understands where you are and can help guide you to the right path. It's going to be so, so important for growing your business because you you want to have your your blinders up in a good way, right? We don't mm-hmm. want to be looking at what this person is doing. Not and what distracted, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So having that like-minded community is actually going to help keep you focused and keep yourself accountable to, to what you're doing and these amazing goals that you set for yourself. I love that. And I can really appreciate it because you're, you're speaking to me as a, I'm a type A also a type three Enneagram, but for whatever reason, when it comes to meeting goals, I like always wait until the last minute to get everything done. And Mm -hmm. so my word of the year is pace. I don't love Mm. the word because I, but I don't feel like there's a lot of synonyms for it, but it's really just about getting, like having these focus points line up so that I'm not rushing and completing everything at the very end. And I'll give a real life example. This event, we started planning this back in December, but typically how I would do an event like this is I have a list of all the things we need to do. Just keep kind of checking them off. But like, I was always doing them like a month before, or I would Mm -hmm. push something off because if it didn't get done like that week, I'd be like, okay, we can do it the next week, which inevitably pushed everything back and really got us scrambling at the end. So my business coach advised me like go into a sauna. Do you use a sauna at all? I only when I like have gone to the the spa, but I don't use it regularly. It sounds wonderful though. (laughs) So a sauna, that's so funny. A sauna is kind of like uh air table. It's like some of the that software. Oh wait, you lets, said a sauna. I a sauna, yeah. Sauna. <laughs> oh my god. I thought you were saying, oh yeah, your business coach would tell you. You know what? You could have played it off like you were <laughs> play on words. Um, but that does sound really sauna. nice. Maybe we should take a break and go to the sauna. Or <laughs> Maybe we should start doing the sauna to like let it out and refocus. Um, yes, Asana, I'm very familiar with Asana. Okay. <laughs> A-S-A-N-A. Yep. <laughs> so she was like, go in there and like basically do a timeline leading up to put on your focus points leading up to this event that we're doing today. And wow, like, I mean, we are recording this prior to like it going live, but it has just been amazing. Like every week I have like two or three tasks that are due and I'm like following up with everybody. It's so much different than how these events have run in the past. And I'm hoping that it's reflected with everybody that's involved that like things are prepared ahead of time. They've 
been, it's professional. Like that's my goal and all of this. And hopefully for attendees that everything is clear and it'll, it just gets better and better. This is our fifth time doing an event like this. And we learn something every time and we plan to do a lot more this year. So like having a pace is definitely like my goal. So I'm so glad you like talked about this because it's so important. So people don't get overwhelmed and get discouraged. Mm -hmm. Like when everything kind of gets put off into the last minute or they don't meet that deadline that they originally set for themselves. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And let's talk about accountability. I feel like that's Mm -hmm. so important too, like for Mm -hmm. business owners. Yeah. So when you find, um, whether it's a community like she shines and Vanita, Vanita, oh my God, I can't speak Vanita. Sorry. (laughs) Has her speechy side up podcast. I mean, there's so many communities here whether it's online, whether it's in person, when you're finding these communities or you're looking for a mentor, right? One of the things that I always recommend is is to start networking and be open with people, share your mission statement and share what you have going on in your business. And not even in a way that is constantly like promoting, like, oh, I have a sale today or I'm selling this or this is going on, right? But talk about your goals, right? Like, I, I want to launch this online course, right? I want to host this online event for speech pathologists, or I'm working towards growing my LinkedIn page. Like it can be anything, but when you get into these communities and, and when, especially when you're talking with a, a mentor, like share these goals that you have, you know, continuously share your mission statement. Whenever you meet someone new and you talk about who you are and what you do, I challenge you to share your mission statement until it feels so comfortable, it just rolls off your tongue. Like you've been saying it since the day you were born. Because if if you wait until like that big event or you wait until, let's say I waited until Vanita asked me like to do this, to practice mm-hmm. my mission statement or to know who I was or to talk about time management, I would be peeing my pants before this. And I probably would have a panic attack and this, I would have to cancel and it wouldn't happen. You know, like glad that didn't happen. (laughs) 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 But you have to hold yourself accountable, you know, or else what is the point? What is the point of starting this business and going through all this work to not tell anyone about what you're doing, to not take any sort of action in your business to not check in on the progress that you're making, to not give yourself constructive criticism and say, hey, maybe I watched too much Netflix this weekend, or maybe I shouldn't have gone to that happy hour, or maybe I should have gone to that happy hour and taken some rest from overworking myself. You know, like you have to hold yourself accountable. Accountable. Accountability is key. You know, no one is going to do it for you, but mm-hmm. You will be a lot better at holding yourself accountable if you are surrounded by a group of like-minded people. If you're putting yourself in a position where you're talking about your business, where your ideas are challenged in a positive way, where people are giving you constructive criticism, when you're in an environment you can grow, you know, this that's community. I mean, you know, there there is accountability and community and it, it's, it's going to help you grow your business. Um, I just, I see it where when people don't, talk to anyone and you know even even if you are like Alex I'm an introvert I hate people I hate public settings I can't do it I understand that's fine you don't have to do it in person but you you got to find at least one person or some a text thread a Facebook group something where you can check in share what you're going through get advice on that 
because this is this is not a journey that is meant to be done alone like at all <laughs> at all it, it, it's so crucial to have community around you not only to hold you accountable but like to lift you up because they're they're tough days like I'm sure you know Vanita right like it's it's not always roses and sunshine and like getting to do recordings and meeting new people and having fun like there are some days where like you know things just don't go well like it happens but how are how are you going to work through that how are you going to show up for yourself in your business you know if it's just you it's so easy to just like quit right you know when you're like working for an employer you have co-workers people like you can talk to and bounce off but when you decide to take that leap and work for yourself it can be isolating so having that community Mm -hmm. is so important and I wanted to say that what I love so much about this presentation and topic today is like you're talking about things that aren't typically talked about or aren't like a priority for business owners Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. everything you're saying is so crucial because if you don't have the mindset to withstand being a business owner like it's not gonna last very long so I'm just like so super appreciative that you are covering this topic today and accountability like that's such a another really great point like I will say that my form of accountability is like telling my community like through Instagram or whatever newsletter Mm -hmm. like what's coming up next and even though I'm like working on it and it's not like fully done that definitely like keeps me going because I'm like okay now they're expecting it and I don't hold myself like I don't know I don't hold like I don't make myself feel too guilty if I don't meet a timeline that like I promise because obviously we have a lot of other things going on and got a toddler Mm -hmm. you're working full-time in another business but it's just like you're gonna get there at some point but letting people know putting it out there in the world so that you actually like manifest and get it done yeah and the thing I love that you said that because even if you are sharing with your community whether it's like through Instagram or email or whatever it is and you don't actually meet that goal like it's still okay you're like hey guys like I know I said this was going to be ready by like March, but listen, like this is everything I've done. I didn't quite get there, but I'm so excited to move forward. Like it doesn't always have to, I think we think, oh, I didn't meet my goal in failure. Like, right. What? Like you still did all this work to get to, yeah. to where you are now. You know, it's not that you failed. You just need a little bit more time or maybe you need more money or maybe you need more energy. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not always a failure. It's just like, all right, this didn't happen when I wanted it to. Okay let's keep going right but again you you need that community and accountability because if you didn't even tell your community right it's just an another little god whatever and then you said easier to throw out than finish yep so much easier to throw out and then finish it you you throw it away and then you start another goal and you don't finish that one and then you start another one and then before you know it you're like popping from goal to goal to goal and you don't even know what you're doing in your business you know like again you end up on the hamster wheel. And I I love how you said this too before, like a lot of people don't talk about this, but like, these are the things that help you manage your time better. You Mm -hmm. know, like if you may be thinking like, oh, that's why I can't, (laughs) I can't find time. (laughs) I keep switching my goals, you know, like all of this goes into time management. So if if you don't get all this stuff figured out beforehand, Mm -hmm. like I said, not that you can't do it. It's either, it's going to take you a lot longer. You're going to make it 10 times harder for yourself. Yeah. For sure. Yep. I love that. Awesome. All right. So let's go to the next one. 
what are your tips for achieving balance? Yes, oh, this is my favorite because I do not believe balance exists. I Same. think it <laughs> is just a trendy word that people try to achieve. And again, why? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like why? So I'm going to ask all of you to really think about these two questions here. Um, if you're like, oh, I just work-life balance, work-life balance, like, one, what does this look like to you? Like, if right now, if your goal is to have a work-life balance or a balance between your job and your business or balance between like your everyday life and your business or your brand or, or whatever you got going on in your life, what, what does balance look like to you? Like, what, what does a balanced life also feel like to you? And I think that's just as, if not more important than what it looks like, what does it feel like? Because we can say, oh, it looks like waking up every morning at eight o'clock and working out and having breakfast and walking my dog. And then I read, you know, my Kindle, like that all looks beautiful. But what does it feel like for you? Because I've done all that and I've been stressed out, <laughs> you know, like it happens because life is still going on. So not only figure out what does balance look like to you, but how do you want to feel in this balanced life? Do you want to feel relaxed? Do you want to feel at ease? Do you want to feel confident? Do you want to feel prepared? Do you want to feel ready to take action? Like you have to attach a feeling to what your life, this balanced life is going to look like or else you're just chasing what you think balance should look like, you know, when it's someone else's life. That That's what I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs and creators get in trouble is seeking this, you know, quest for a balanced life. And it's because you're watching, you know, someone else doing all the things that seems like, oh my gosh, this is so wonderful. She's making smoothies and working out and going to Target and going to the spa and working on her business and she only works three days a week and her life is so balanced you don't you don't know how she feels it looks balanced but you have no idea how that person feels so figure out what balance looks like to you and then how is your balanced life and I'm going to air quote this forever because <laughs> I don't think it's real but it's a word so we got to use it how does that balanced life feel for you such a great exercise. <clears throat> We're recording this, but I would love to have people like take some time, like a couple of minutes and actually yeah. answer these questions. So maybe like, we can't pause this if you're attending the live, but if you're watching recorded <laughs> playback, please pause this and answer those questions. Cause I think like, as you start talking about the systems and processes, it'll really help them. It'll really help guide them. Um, mm -hmm. And then I also don't believe in count in balance, but I heard a term and it's kind of stuck with me counterbalance. Ooh, and I like I that like it. because it, they were basically describing like, you know, you only have so much time in the day, but, and you're like, I guess, I don't remember if it was like mentally or physically, you can only handle like three major events in your life at a time. So like work related events, family related events, and like, major life events like a wedding or like a death and then everything else kind of like gets put off to the side because you're counterbalancing like those three big things and yeah. I really like that idea and I think it helps people feel like kind of I can't think of the word like grace it helps people mm -hmm. give themselves some grace like knowing yeah. that balance 
equal balance isn't achievable, but if you're counterbalancing, like maybe like your family is taking more priority and you're right. working something else, but then the next week it like kind of flips like a seesaw, you know? Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. Um, my business partner and I, we say, uh, especially if you're like a multi-passionate or you wear a lot of hats, your life is just like juggling. And like, yeah. sometimes you're going to drop a ball. I'm like, it's okay. Maybe can't pick it up right now. Right. And maybe can pick it up later. Like, I feel like right. it's, it's the same thing, you know, that, that counterbalance. So yeah. Yeah. I and really I can't like believe that. you planned a wedding and started your business at the same time. That's insane. <laughs> Yeah, it, you know, I would not recommend, but <laughs> I will say we had wedding planners, which saved our lives. And that was yeah. one thing I knew going in. I was like, I'm not doing this by myself. <laughs> You're not doing it by yourself. I know that. So we absolutely need to have wedding planners. And that was a godsend. They were, they were the absolute best. So yeah, that, that's how Good. I managed okay nice. good <laughs> it's still a planner. lot of work even with a wedding planner because we also I was also I don't we I think I was still like finishing up grad school when we started planning so I was like wow. yeah no we need someone helping us out with this yeah but you're right it is it was still a lot and I I even had to think like wow you didn't do what you said you were going to do with your business but I was like all right. I mean, look at all the things that were going on, right? It's actually kind of, yep. kind of impossible for me, for myself, based on mm -hmm. what a balanced, look, balanced life looked like and felt like to me, it would have been impossible. So yeah. we're coming back this year. You know, there's no weddings. <laughs> there's no, hopefully knock on wood, my dad's out in the hospital, so I don't have to be in New York as much. Like, I'm feeling good about this year and I, I'm ready to go. Um, and I know what balance looks and feels like so I'm excited when I like you said I know this is recording but I, I'm excited to see if people share in the chat what what yeah. life feels like to them yeah definitely if anybody like took some time while we were chatting away to write these things down please share in the chat even if it's like yeah. one word like what balance yeah. feels like to you we would love that mm -hmm. yeah. perfect so let's talk about this personalized system yes this is my favorite system this is how I manage everything that I've got going on. All my friends are like, how are you doing this? Like, how? <laughs> I'm like, well, there's like a system. Um, and this is what my business partner and I also teach our clients uh, in She Shines is creating this personalized time management system. So the first thing you're going to do is just take inventory of your personal and professional tasks. So only you know what these are. No one can tell you what these are right? Like you can't Google, you can't, don't Google this. This is your life. <laughs> Take inventory of your life, everything that you're doing, going to yoga, walking the dog, um, making breakfast in the morning, checking your email, creating content, right? All of the stuff that goes into you being a business owner and like the things that you're doing in your personal life. And then once you have that, you can organize this list into your needs, your wants, your hates, and your delegates, because there's going to be things on that list that I'm going to tell you, you don't actually need to be doing, <laughs> or you don't need to be doing it as often as you think you do, right? Or maybe there's something that you just really, really want to do. And again, it's something that maybe can be tabled for a later, a later time. Um, you might find out there's things on that list they actually hate, <laughs> and maybe you can completely get rid of it. And then maybe there are some things on that list that you can delegate. So when I did this, a big thing for me that was like a huge time suck 
was laundry, grocery shopping, uh, and cleaning. These are things I hate. I know people love grocery shopping. I know there are some people who love cleaning. Like I hate these things. So I made it part of my uh, time management system here to delegate those tasks. And now you may not be able to delegate certain things right now, right? But you can make that goal for yourself as well or figure out ways to make those tasks better for you or more pleasant for you so you can get things done. You know, when we're just going through life here and not taking inventory of what we're actually doing, it's so easy to just run on autopilot and then think that like struggling is normal <laughs> and right. and it's not but it, it is so and I do this myself and it's why you have to not only take inventory but measure your progress you have to see like what sort of tasks it's like a snowball like what tasks have I accumulated along the way like do I need these why, why did I even start doing this I hate oh this gosh, or like yeah. I don't right like it happens oh yeah after having a kid and now like a kid a, a baby and then realizing like <laughs> And then also losing childcare earlier this I'm like, the amount of stuff I can get done in 45 minutes is like mind blowing, like work related, like while she's napping, it's just, and how I spend all day, all the way up till 11 o'clock at night doing things that I thought were really important. Like, it's just Mm -hmm. amazing how much you can do when you're like prioritizing the things that you enjoy doing that fuel you and that are actually important and moving the needle in your business. Yeah, for sure. And, but how, like, how often do you do that? You know, or how often do you think other people are doing that? You know, like, especially if you are, yeah, not enough at all. (laughs) And if you're, you know, we say a solopreneur, if you don't have a team behind you, like I don't, for my private practice, I don't have a team. Like it's just me, you know? And so you you have to be so aware of where your time, your money, and your energy is going. You know, you have to take inventory of inventory of these tasks. So going back to our system here, right? You have a goal for yourself. So let's go back to our goal is to start that online yoga course. We're going to launch it in six months. We've taken inventory of everything that we're currently doing, right? Now that you have that goal, you have a list of what you're currently doing and you know the goal that you need to reach, you need to add in what do you actually need to be doing now? What do you need to do to reach that goal? Is it checking email? Is it creating Instagram posts? Is it going to networking events? Um, you know, is it finishing documentation? Like what, what are things that go into you reaching this goal? All right, so now that we have this inventory of tasks, you're gonna categorize and very important, prioritize these tasks into what needs to be done daily, what needs to get done weekly, what needs to get done monthly, quarterly, and yearly. So for example, maybe writing blog posts, maybe you were someone who was doing this like every day, like, oh, I can't wait to just like go on my computer and write a new blog post. And now you're realizing this is taking like 45 minutes of your time, like every day. Do you need to do blog posts every day? Maybe not. Maybe you can find one hour once a month and you just knock out like four and that covers you for the month. That's just an example, right? But once you have an idea of where you're spending your time and what you actually need 
to get done for your business, you can better prioritize these tasks into what needs to get done daily, weekly, monthly, and quarterly. So I'll give an example for myself as a private, private practice owner. One of my goals daily is just to do something that moves my business forward. And I have that my low energy business level list, right, which maybe I can organize my Google Drive, my Airtable, I can send follow up emails, clean out my email, excuse me, engage online with my community, engage in Facebook groups. Weekly, I'm creating content. Monthly, I'm measuring my progress. I do this every month. I go back and look at what didn't get done last month before I even talk about doing anything new. Every month I go through my progress. How am I doing? What needs to change? I also make sure that my goal is still in alignment with who I am as a person, checking that badass list. I'm checking my why. Is that goal still in alignment with why I started this business? And I'm also checking my mission statement. This person I'm talking to for this brand deal, is this in alignment with my mission? Does this, does this have anything to do with my community? Are they going to like this? Right. I do this monthly because, again, it's so easy to get into autopilot and just continue, continue to run on your run through your business without actually measuring your progress and seeing where you are and where your business is. And then we have quarterly. So you can also set big quarterly goals for yourself, whether these are financial, which I think you should probably be doing weekly or monthly. But again, that depends on your business and yourself and, and where you are with your finances. Um, quarterly, I also like to do with my business partner, we call this a botcation. And uh, this is where we go through all of our business, like we go through our KPIs and our marketing, and we're just making sure, you know, going through the business plan, making sure everything is, is set um, legally, financially, uh, we look for events, we look at, you know, finances, what do we need to cut? Um, so that that is the personalized time management system. What do you call it? Something cation? Oh, a bizcation. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's great. A, yeah, your business vacation. I start we awesome. we used to call it bosscation until we figured out um I forget what hotel. There's like some hotel chain that was using it. We're like, oh okay. <laughs> so we oh, man. Vacation. Um so yeah we yep. have a quarterly uh bizcation. That's awesome. Yeah. No, it's a great suggestion. And I think people kind of maybe do that naturally, if they're working with an accountant or just, right. yeah, a business coach or whatnot. But I like that you're very like intentional about it. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah. So what are your favorite time management tips? Ooh, yeah, I'm a big fan of focusing on no more than three things a day. Um, because I'm also like very, I say I'm like type A with type B tendencies. Yeah. But I will very much like, write down my to-do list and there's like 20 things on there I'm like oh yeah I'm totally gonna get all this done today like oh, no yeah. you're not <laughs> <laughs> the no, achiever like, in us you're type a minus like yeah, me. <laughs> yes I love that type a minus yeah I'm gonna use that um so yeah I would recommend focusing on no more than three daily important tasks anything after that is going to be icing on the cake you know but if you can wake up and say I need to do these three things and maybe at least one for your business, one personal, and then that other one can be a toss up, whichever way your life is, whichever the wind is blowing your life that week, where, <laughs> where you need to put your focus. Um, but I think that's, <clears throat> excuse me, that's really going to save you a lot of frustration on the back end, because if you keep 
doing like 10 to 20 things at the end of your day and you're like oh my gosh I didn't do anything like I only got through three things like three is a lot three is a lot of things to do especially if you're someone who has other things going on in your life whether that's work kids another business like if you got three things done please congratulate yourself like <laughs> that is amazing um some other things that I like, these are some tools and apps. Uh, we have the She Shines Guide. So like this time management system. Uh, we have a monthly business to do checklist, which I'm going to share with you. So mm -hmm. everyone watching can get that and stay on track awesome. every month with their business. Um, I, I use a rote runner planner. I think it was made for people who are multi-passionate. It literally has room for like five roles to write. So like private practice owner, um, business owner, wife, like whatever the roles are in your life, um, you can write that in and it, um, it's like grid-based. So you can fill, or blank, excuse me, with grid. So you can fill it in however you want. It has place to set annual goals and it helps you break those down into quarterly, monthly, weekly, daily. So I absolutely love the planner. Um, and then some other things just to help with time. Um, Airtable and Google Drive are my top two organizing systems and they really really help me with time so I'm not like searching <laughs> my computer <laughs> for like hours looking for something um and then I don't know if you've heard of the Pomodoro technique um no. this is one of the I learned this from a time management coach who we had on our podcast uh, a few years ago and I learned about this I was like oh my gosh this is perfect for someone like if you're like me I will sit down and do work but then I'm like what's going on on my phone over here and <laughs> what's going on this tab that I left up right like I get it's right. very prone to distraction so with the Pomodoro technique you're first going to pick a task that you need to finish uh set your timer for 25 minutes work on that task no distractions when 25 minutes is up you're going to take a five minute break and then you're going to repeat that three more times and then you take a 30 minute break or an hour, depending on how you work and your energy levels, there's no right or wrong, but take a 30 minute break and then you're gonna start that again. And again, this depends on like how much you have to do, right? Like maybe you don't need to do it three times and you get it done in two or one or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's working for 25 minutes, taking a five minute break, 25 minutes, take a break, 25 minutes, take a break. Now I'm gonna take a 30 minute to an hour break and then I'm gonna start again. What kind of breaks are you taking? Are like is there any stipulations on what that break looks like or doesn't no, matter? No, like I will go get a snack. <laughs> I will <laughs> go on my phone. Um, I'll stretch, you know, just get up, leave my computer screen, bug my husband, pet my dog you know, <laughs> and come back. <laughs> Makes sense though. Like I said, when I have just an hour and I know that there's that time frame, I know my daughter's going to be waking up any moment from her nap. Like I can get so much done because I am totally focused on those top three things I need to get done for the day yeah, that you mentioned. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to try this technique too, because I, and suggest it, especially to my husband, we've, I'm like, you got to see what's on the to-do list before you jump on social media, yeah. all the groomer, <laughs> like little things like that. We divide uh -huh. and conquer, but I tend to get my like things that I need to schedule done a little bit better than he does. So I'm going to suggest this technique to him. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They actually they sell like little timers, like Pomodoro Ooh. timers. And there is I'll have to find it. I know there's one like online that you can use. Like I have an online Pomodoro um, timer. So I'll, okay. I'll send it so you can share it with everyone when I find it. 
Thank you. I appreciate that. And thank you so much for the um, checklist as well. Yeah. You know, that's going to be super yeah. helpful for everybody. Yes. Yes. You are very welcome. Very welcome. Awesome. And, and then what are your tips for the kind of to wrap up like all of these amazing yes. tips you've already shared? <laughs> yes. Okay. My last few little tidbits to take with you is never forget your why. Never forget. It is going to tie you to your business, help motivate you, keep you confident, remind you why you're even on this crazy journey. Remember, never forget that things change. That's okay for all my type A's and A minuses out there. <laughs> things change and that is okay. Um, also, never forget you waste so much time thinking. Stop thinking about it. Just take action. We can think ourselves. I think my husband calls this paralysis analysis, mm -hmm. right? Like you're just thinking and thinking and thinking like, oh, what if I do that? What if you don't know what you don't know? Take action, figure it out later. And lastly, your time is one of your most precious resources as a business owner, as a speech pathologist, as a person. So protect it protect it protect it and you have so many wonderful tips and advice and strategies to use now to better protect your time and take action on your businesses and I can't wait to see all the amazing things you guys are up to awesome wow this has just been incredible like better than I could have even expected and like I said everything that you've shared are just things that people don't realize are so instrumental so important for being able to run a business I think people kind of figure it out after the fact that like yeah. if they had something like this you know someone's just starting out their business they're gonna, really going to be set if they follow you know all of the suggestions that you shared so thank you and here's your references yeah and we'll, we'll share this powerpoint too and then if people want to find and connect with you you have your yeah. website instagram and email here right yeah go for it if easiest is like, just shoot me a DM. Like I'm very accessible uh, okay. on Instagram. Again, Alex, this has been incredible. Thank you so much for sharing all your knowledge and tips. And Yay. I know everybody's like probably just blown away by all the suggestions that you shared today. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you for having me. All right. Until next time. Wasn't that amazing? This episode is part of an online business conference event called SLP CreativeCon. As a reminder, listening to this podcast episode does not automatically guarantee ASHA CEUs. If you want to earn 0.1 ASHA CEUs for this episode or up to 0.7 ASHA CEUs for all of the episodes, plus the perks like handouts, video playbacks, discount codes, then you still have a chance to register using the link in the show notes. And as a bonus, I'm throwing in a free webinar on how to build income stability with a side hustle, as well as a top business books list into the exhibit hall for you. So just to summarize, in order to earn ASHA CEUs, first register for the conference with the link in the show notes, or you can go to www.tasseltogether.com and you'll see the SLP CreativeCon tab. Then you'll be able to access the course feedback survey, quiz, and earn your certificate. Then please submit all required materials no later than June 18th, 2023. Thank you so much for listening. I'm giving you a virtual high five for becoming your own boss and going after your business dreams.